On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bots, we're hanging out at Dub's Red Golf Course eating food. Yeah, we are at the Taste of College Park, and I think we ate everything. I just threw up a little bit. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm your worst enema, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Is that, uh, you've been thinking of that one? I've been gone for a week, and that's what you came up with? <laughs> I got a whole list, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your duff. We're, we're in for a ride. Tonight, we're hanging out at Dubstred Golf Course. Yeah, well, we went to the Taste of College Park. Yeah, hanging which, out with the uh, Rotary We were Club. judges, Brendan. We, well, I'm glad you told me. I like this. Have you? This is not your first event. No, no. I've been to events in my life before. Have you been to this one before? Yes, I've been a judge here before. I have too. I don't think have we been together, judges? Yeah, I think so. Okay, it was fun. I like doing this every year. I look forward to it. Whenever, yeah. whenever they send us an email that is coming up, I always know they're going to ask us to come and like. I got to eat food. a lot. You got to eat a lot when you're the judge. It's a marathon. You got to take a little tiny bite. And once they find out that you're a judge, they're like, "Here, take this." plate of heaping food and you just can't do it take all the dumplings the marathon like, not I a sprint yeah right i'm just gonna throw it out again so we don't know thing. who won but we know who we chose it's, let's just say it nobody's by the time this comes out it's yeah, but what if they're not the winners what if somebody else some other judge we can say who people? we voted for we can say who we let's voted say, okay because there's still another judge needs to True. weigh in he may they may take his uh critiques yeah over ours and that's carlos from uh I think it's called Carlos Eats on Instagram. I don't know. I'm going to mess it up. Great, great Instagram. I'll look it up for the second <laughs> half. Uh, delicious food. Yeah. It's, you know, some were much better than others. And there's like 10 restaurants here. Most of them are in or around College Park. There's Four Rivers and the Soda Fountain and Tijuana uh-huh. Flats and Grills Dockside or Lakeside or one of the sides and uh, <laughs> El Vic's infa- Tornatores. Infamous now. And I got to say... We weren't wearing masks. Uh-huh. Girls like sign <laughs> after what we were talking about last week. But anyway, we some of our favorites tonight were El Vic's. El Vic's. Which is an Indian fusion restaurant here in College Park. They're get, they got my vote for best entree. Me too. Um, and then there was best presentation. presentation. I think Four Rivers knocked it out of the park. They did. They did. And it, it was Four Rivers Cantina, the, their food truck from Disney. Uh-huh, which is in College Park, but there is a Four Rivers uh, near College Park, so uh, it sort of gets looped in. I think at one point, at some point when you're planning a festival, you're just like, I just gotta Yeah, get anybody who wants to be here, here, please. Yeah. We need, <laughs> I'm not saying that's how it is here, but you know, you want you want a no. critical mass of people. And they're a good one to have, yeah. too. And uh, dessert got best was Tornatore's, and then we also gave them Best Newcomer because it was yes, their first time here. their first time here at this event. And then we got, like, a Critics' Choice Best overall, and we chose <laughs> Tornatore's. Yeah, and, and we actually had separate ballads. We did. But we chose the same thing. Well, we're just two great, great minds. minds. We're just flowing. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was your week like, John? Oh, it's busy. I was traveling some, so, uh-huh. you know, I was... Uh, Where'd you go? I went up to North Carolina. And then I got to go to Illinois. Okay. And then back to North Carolina. What a you just back to Florida. All the best parts of America. That's true. That's true. <laughs> where, where I, we were going to see my wife's grandma. She's sick, and so we wanted to go uh, see her. That's too bad. So yeah, way to, way been to a bring busy down week. the show. 
How about you? <laughs> I went to the Orlando Museum of Art preview for their uh, new exhibition. They just reopened. Nice. Which I guess we could just talk about that right I away. should also say it was my 10-year wedding anniversary <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Saturday. Yeah, happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. We celebrated in Waynesville, North you Carolina. You celebrated it with... Uh, my wife of her, 10 years. And her sick granny. Uh, no, she's in Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we were back in Waynesville by then. It's very confusing. We did get to go out to eat together, so it was great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you done talking about yourself? Well, you asked me what I did, what and I told you. <laughs> I did. All right. Did you want to talk about the Orlando Museum of Art opening? I didn't go. Can I tell you about sure. it? Sure. Well, because they, they closed, This is. I think it's kind of the first time they've closed midseason like this, because they have a new director, and he was like, we have some new exhibitions coming up. Let's take this time to like reset clean up our galleries, redo the store, and they did. It looks great. I Good. got to go in and see everything, and they've got some Rembrandts on display, and I gotta say, I was most attracted to the frames. Really? More than the art. The art was great, but the frames are, like, opulent. Maybe they should just do a whole show on frames. I think they should. I think uh -huh. that'd be really cool. Did like, you see that art piece, like, in Europe where they gave him, like, $85,000 and then he just gave him a blank canvas? Yeah, he, call, he called he it called take, take the, the money, money and run. run. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think the theme was like uh, something to do with not poverty, but like working class or something like that. Yeah. And then the, he didn't like the honorarium or stipend was not up to snuff. So he just apparently. said, here's so a canvas. Said, and they, yeah. they framed it and hung it, right? Yeah. And yeah. everybody's writing about it. We're talking about it right uh -huh. now on the radio. So like. There you go. Quit fighting it. Gallery. For there all the go. press you got for <laughs> that. Like just say thank you and walk away. Anyway, that's not local, but I just saw that. That's a good one. And then, uh, yeah, anyway. Casino groups. Did you hear about this? Anti-casino groups suing Florida for that new Seminole compact they made. Okay. Remember we were talking about how they're going to... They uh, want to expand gaming in they Florida. They kind of approved it. And they said like you could do sports betting and things yes. through the Seminole. And a lot tribe. of states have already done that. Like people where I'm from up in Michigan, like you can bet on your phone and sure. just, you know, everybody has it now. Just, just something you do. It's sort of a, yeah, it's something you do. But these, uh, this group is called no casinos. Very clever. <laughs> they're, they're saying that the new Seminole compact would allow the tribe to open up new casinos and add sports betting is in violation of the Florida constitution and let several federal laws. Just let them do it. Do you think so? I mean, all this stuff I feel like is inevitable. It, Especially in the third most populous state, in the I get country. it. I get. I'm not fighting it, but there's a but there are laws against it. Like actually, there's a law saying that we voted for uh, in 2018 that requires all gambling expansions to be approved by popular vote. Okay, and this wasn't approved by popular vote, so like you, you can't. But you, you can't can just already do it. Gamble in Florida, you get people are doing it. No, I'm saying in Tampa you can, in Miami you can, but not like sports betting. Not sports stuff. betting. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. This is your pro. Your pro betting. I just don't care. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to bet. <laughs> I mean, I'm not somebody who's going to do it ever. Not really. I mean, maybe I'll throw ten bucks on a game or something, yeah. but it's just not my thing. That's that's probably why you have a house and I don't. That's yeah, probably because yeah. you would be. You let it ride. <laughs> just let it, yeah. Avocado toast and sports betting. <laughs> yeah, take all my money. <laughs> uh, visit Florida wants seventy five million dollars. Hopefully not to uh, to bet away. Did you hear about this? <laughs> they did, and I you mean, know how I feel about you know how I feel about it. Well, I mean, they should promote our state, don't you think, or not? Yeah, but I also. You have to acknowledge that it kind of also promotes itself. It does. No, it does. Right? And and we are like a year ahead of everybody else right now, economically-wise. Like just, travel? Just being open and travel and tourism and people spending money at 
It's true. We're at a business. Like right now, we're at this event. And I would say 10% of the people have masks. We're all outside. But I'll you bet know. you, if you'd have told me, like, like if, if this event would have happened in 2019, the same people were here with yeah. no mask, I'd be like, it's busy. It's packed. It's full. Like, right. I, I mean, I'm not looking at their numbers. I don't know. But it doesn't look like it's empty here. It just no. looks like a normal event. Everybody seems... Yeah. Except they wear masks. You go somewhere else in the country, though, and this event is a hard sell right now for other people. I don't... It depends. It depends on where you go. Okay. I think. I mean, back talking about where I was in Waynesville, my father-in-law was saying, like, the county people there were saying they had one of their biggest summers so far. Like, there's tourists there, and they people are spending money. We'll see what happens, man. I think some of that was people wanted to get away from the big cities and go to the mountains. Yeah, it's still happening. Uh-huh. You know, like the, what our designer, Janessa Gursky, who helps with our zine, she, she's just sent me an email. Hey, I'm going to be out of out of pocket and going up to the mountains to get away from this yeah. and scream into the wilderness. And I think a lot of people are doing that to get away from, you know, big cities to try to get away, back into nature, I guess. But Which, people are traveling here to Florida. Yes. Uh-huh. It's, it's just going to happen. Americans are predisposed to come so they to don't they don't need 75 million dollars to say, I don't think tell so. people to and come actually, to florida <laughs> i'm gonna get in trouble i always get in trouble <laughs> when i talk out against the visit groups they're they're kind of set to expire like what do they call it sunset yes uh in 2023 and they want more time they're saying we got there's more work for us to do the state needs us we need more well, money that big controversy like oh man it's probably been five six years now when they gave pitbull a, a bunch bucks. of money oh there's a million bucks yeah, they did like a, a golf tour oh, series, like series spent lots he? of money Didn't he write like a yeah, song come to florida him? yeah yeah and like i don't even think people were mad that he got a million bucks what people were mad about is that they wouldn't tell anybody for like six months and then finally they had to disclose it because it was public record it's public record yeah. public funds it it's, should just yeah. be open uh, yeah and they were they were lobby they were saying well it's a contract we got to keep it secret i think if they would have no. just came out up front and been like we gave him a million bucks he's like one of the world's you know top selling artist right now hopefully we'll get some some know. love out of it but i they think they should that. be forced to spend at least 10 percent of that on environmental cleanups like keeping the beaches clean or like anti-algae bloom they do that procedures they do that with state money not the amount of money they're spending on tourism attraction policies yeah. versus environmental policies like i, I, I guarantee pretty high right now i want to compare it yeah I don't you should know look it. I, I think they're going to – I wonder when they promote Florida, what do they promote? Do they promote the beaches? They're going – well, they're promoting specifically to – The parks? I think it's like they, they look at the groups that are more likely – that are already kind of prone to coming here. So like UK, Canada, But they haven't been able to come Texas. here for two years or a year and a half, right? Uh, they just for, reopened. That's why that. they're just reopening international uh-huh. travel. So that's why they want more money is because yeah. now we can start marketing it to international. But they've been doing domestic travel with this. Like they got seventy five million for the last budgetary year, right? I guess I wonder. I'd like to see some of the money go to more like off the beaten path Florida stuff. Like I just feel like some things sell yeah. themselves. Why are we spending state money to market Disney World? I don't. I don't know. They have. They could like seventy five million dollars. I would like to see what their marketing budget is anyway. It's probably. That and more, more. right? Yeah. So, like, and who else? Who else is on that list? I don't know. I don't know. And I get it; they're a huge draw, and you want to help them out. But like I just visit think Orlando markets. Like, there's members, right? Like, you have to yeah. be a member, and they have to be like, and depending on what tier you are, that's how much love you get back, right? Yeah. Depend from that marketing budget, and so obviously the larger companies with the more with more money to spend on those tiers will get more love. 
But there are some great things here locally it's that true. don't get any love. Trickle, that'll trickle down. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <gross>. <laughs> trickle down economics. <laughs> Vomit. Um, the historic Tinker Building's for sale downtown. Let's buy it. Me and you. Okay. All right. It'd be more you than me. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is the, it's a two-story office building on Pine Street, right in the heart of downtown. And it's where Orlando Weekly calls home right now. Yeah, they used to be on Colonial a long time ago. Yes. And then they moved downtown. That's when I worked with them. Uh-huh. And the safety, say, what is it? Yeah, that? the safety council. Safety council. I've been in that building. Yeah, we'd always, it was always, you didn't want to park in the parking lot. Because it's all people who had their licenses for folks. Really? Like, let's just park a little bit far away from. But it's named after Joe Tinker. Correct. Joe Tinker. Yeah, the uh, shortstop for the Chicago Cubs. Who you know, it's up in the air about what uh, what championships they won. Oh, apparently, because I quoted the historic plaque that's on the building. Okay. Like three or four. I think it was three or four. Yeah. Not correct. Was there a year that they? Apparently, there was a controversy? Yeah, I think I said like 2006, 7, 8, and 10 or something. 19, 1906. How do you know this? 19, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 1906, 1907, Well, I mean, you can check it out on a baseball encyclopedia well, I wasn't going to. I just cited this, the historic which, marker which, thinking which it's been checked. Do. And it has not been checked. Even Don Price, who you know makes things up all the time, was <laughs> on our Instagram and was like, this isn't true. And don't, don't pay attention to the historic marker. And then like a few other people. So he's Instagram. buried here as well. Buried uh, in Greenwood Tinker. Cemetery. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, anyway, the building. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's for sale. And, and he ran a business after he left baseball. I don't know what the building real was Real estate. For. It was oh, okay. a real estate business. And then he also ran the Tigers. He, Orlando there was Tigers Orlando, there was minor, a minor league, league, league team here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Tinker Field was named after him yep. over in West Orlando, which is no longer... Around the fields, there just everything around the stands aren't for electric daisy uh, carnival. Yeah, happens. it's a parking lot for a yeah. big concert venue. Like we couldn't save those bleachers or something. We couldn't that put place, those. Ble- I mean, I wrote about that when it happened. It was probably five years ago now. It, they let that thing get into disrepair. I think that thing was. We could have used those bleachers at bus stops. Well, you know how cool would that be? Historic I don't know. bleacher bus. They stops. were cool. I just don't know how safe they were. They could, if they had wanted. Oh no, I agree. They could have done something with. Them. I just think they would have needed a time machine to get them when they were just still in okay it. condition. Just refurnish them or something. Put some elbow grease in it. There's the uh, one of the best photographers in town. Hangs out for Orlando City Soccer. <laughs> He's just having dinner here casually at Dubstrad. Lets me know that they pay their photographers. Nice. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cox Media Group just laid off a whole bunch of local sure on-air did. talent. Like, sure did. Like massive Several cuts. from WDBO. Mm-hmm. Some people that have been there for 30 years. Tony Marino. Tony Marino. Daryl Moody. Yeah. Uh, Ray Caputo. I know Tony here and there just doing events. I mean, he's been on the radio for, like I said, 30 years. Have you seen them? I haven't seen any public statements from these people who have been let go. I think he put something on his Instagram. Tony just like. You know, this has been a great career, and I've been let go or something. She's just going to retire or what? I don't know. I don't know. It's Gosh. a tough thing when you're at that sort of age where you're not maybe ready for retirement, but maybe too old to maybe try to go back out and find if a job. If I could, John, I would have an adopt-a-journalist program. Uh-huh. And we could just hire all these people, like Red Huber, you know, yeah, the well, photo journalist. I mean, he didn't get let go. He retired. I know, but, it, like, he would do work, you know, or... He still um, does some work every now and then, I think. Who else have we lost that's amazing? Uh, f- oh, me. 
You. <laughs> <laughs> I have a job. I'm good. Yeah, you. I'm, I'm good. You're good. But no, I mean, it's sad because people put their lives into this and then some company says, well, we need to let you go. And, and you don't get paid thanks. a heck of a lot in journalism no, anyway. I mean, those, probably, those folks were probably doing okay if they've been there 30 years or, or in the business that long. You it's just saw someone crummy, here though. who uh, was with the Sentinel and now they're working with the local yeah, organization. Yeah, she wasn't a reporter, but she, you know, she'd been there for a long time. I'm sure... You know, when she started, she probably wanted to retire from there. It's interesting. But like in Orlando Weekly, like they're, 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 the company that owns them, Euclid Media, Media, is selling all of their assets. Like they're getting rid of all of their buildings for all of their other properties. They're going to make everybody go We didn't even talk uh, about that. Remote. So is the Weekly just going to like work from home? Yeah, or? they're all going remote. Apparently, I, I talked to Jessica Bryce Young, the editor. She, could, she didn't really know when I talked to her. It had been a week or two since I've written. Um she couldn't really tell me at the time. I should reach out again and see what's happening. But, but I, I know those folks at the Sentinel though. Like when they when their building was foreclosed on or whatever you want to say, when they were kicked out and they were all working from home. And I think the company's like, well, we can just make this work. It's way cheaper. And now they do have a little facility by UCF, but they're never going to go back to a big building. They don't need it. Not printing on site anymore. No, you it's know, just, like it's just more cost effective. I guess, but there's I'm not also saying it's you better. need a newsroom. There has to be a place for people. Like I, I think Bungalow would be a better place. A, if we had more writers, and B, <laughs> if we were all in one spot, we could be talking about what we're oh, working I agree. on. And you know, like you could, you get, you need that little back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah. To to really push. I it. mean, when I worked in a newsroom, that's when I would I'd come up with stories that way, or I'd say something, somebody else would say something, and we'd come up with something, and I don't know. That's the best way to do it's it. But silos. It's just a bunch of guys sitting around in their underwear. But if somebody's doing numbers the and they say, well, it's cheaper if they all just work from home. I guess. Or at least get them a co-working membership or something. Yeah. You know? Well, they do have, like I said, the Sentinel has a space at UCF, but I don't think they all go there every day. I don't think they can. I don't know. Anyway. We were talking about retiring before. Frank Billingsley. Uh-huh. Uh, was he know, retired? He is retiring, I think, this month. He's dedicated public servant, and he... some. Avid bungalow or listener readers might recognize him. He was the he was designated as the uh, appointed the director of placemaking and what competitiveness. Okay, okay, and sounds so, like a job for Brendan O'Connor. Uh, I would take that job in a heartbeat. In a heart for half for half what they paid Frank. Well, he's the third most most paid public official. At the city, at City Hall, been there for like forty but he's years, been there right? For 30, 30. 30 years okay. with the city, you know. So the, it accrues. Yes, you know, it you does. get raises. And yeah, you do. Would nearly be as that. <laughs> I'm sure. Maybe I bet it would be a hundred thousand dollars. So probably. Yeah. yeah. Right now he's getting like two thirty five yeah. or something, which is crazy. Uh, give me a slice of that, honey. I told it too when I saw that once because I know him. He's very nice. He's been on a he's bonus a very nice episode gentleman. with I us. Like yeah. him. He's actually from Lynchburg, Virginia, where I used to work. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and he said as a kid. He used to beg his parents to drive through the downtowns of towns whenever they were going on like cross country trips because he just loved downtowns. Cool. And then he like found out he could learn about it in school. And he went to school, learned about it in school. Then he worked for uh, what the downtown real estate resource center. Then he was a director of permitting services. Then he worked for the downtown development board, a community redevelopment agency. And then he was the mayor's chief of staff for over ten years. And then the mayor gave him this made up position of the director of placemaking at city hall and uh he was there for only a couple of years so he didn't actually get to do any big projects we've kind of ragged on a bit in the past because i would like to see something happen yeah, with that sure position. covid didn't help 
No, and I know there was some family issues, and he had some health yeah. issues too. And, um, so it's it's just a shame. It's I hope I already asked them if they're going to keep the position. They said yes. They have plans to keep the position. So. Good. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, do we have time? We can take a break. Do you want to take a break? Let's or? take a break. All right, let's take, take a, a break. break. We're here at Taste of College Park. Yeah, beautiful here weather. Hanging out at Dub's Dread outside. At the fire. We got a baby we're looking at we right had, now. Oh, so. I thought you said we had a baby. <laughs> uh-huh, not me. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Health Insurance Marketplace is on October 6th, and open enrollment begins in less than a month. In this class, members of Primary Care Access Network and True Health pass along essential information to help you prepare. Sing along, clap along, and laugh along with one of America's funniest entertainers, Yeehaw Bob. Recommended for families with children ages 3 to 5, Sing Along with Yeehaw Bob is on October 6th. Acquire skills that will help you in your job search. In QuickBooks Pro Level 1 on October 7th, you'll learn basic features to use this tool for both business and personal finances. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. Enzian will be home to this 27th annual South Asian Film Festival this weekend from the 2nd to the 4th, featuring diverse looks at the Indian subcontinent via film sourced from around the world. The festival is co-presented with the Asian Cultural Association and offers four features, seven shorts, and ten premier films that shouldn't be missed. They're also screening some really great flicks right now, including The Eyes of Tammy Faye, featuring a stellar performance by Jessica Chastain, looking at the rise, fall, and redemption of televangelist Tammy Faye Baker in the 70s and 80s. Other upcoming events include screening of Prisoners of Ghostland, starring Nicolas Cage, who describes it as the wildest movie I've ever made, and features the story of a ruthless bank robber, Cage, being sprung from jail with by a wealthy warlord in the frontier city of Samurai Town. What? Other films in the lineup include The Toxic Avenger on Saturday, Freddy vs. Jason on Tuesday, The Blob on the 9th, and The Driller Killer later that same night. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Hey, Mo. Hey, John. How are you doing? Good, good. So a lot of times I ride with Brendan to some of our recordings, and he's not a great driver. So what would happen <laughs> if he got in an accident and I got hurt as a passenger? So in that case, you know, there's a couple different scenarios that could play out. You know, if Brendan's at fault, which, you know, sounds yeah, he like might he be. might be, <laughs> then you could go after his insurance policy. If someone else hits him and he's not at fault, then you go after the at-fault driver. So the nice thing when you're a passenger is basically it can really never be your fault, right? Because you're not in control of the vehicle. In some cases, there could be multiple insurance policies you could go after, whether it's the, the driver of the vehicle or the driver of the other vehicle that hits you. 
You may be also entitled to certain insurance benefits by riding in his vehicle. So there's a number of different factors there, but the one thing you don't have to worry about is that sure isn't your fault. That's right. So the moral of the story is ride my bike as often as I can. That's probably smart. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Bustecker. And I'm easily bribed. Ben and O'Connor. <laughs> Bungalower.com. I don't know what just happened. I don't know. You had one. Did you even have a sip of beer? I did. I've had a couple. Really? Yeah. Sips. Yeah, just a couple not, sips. Not beers. Cheap date over I'm here. sober tonight. Totally sober. Yeah, just in case. Just you're, in case. I might have to leave later. Might have to leave. We'll see. I in don't think so. In the middle of this episode, something might happen. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, never know. We got Scotty Campbell, my gay boyfriend, poised in the wings. Okay, he's ready. Hoping you get he's called like, away. He's ready for me to leave. <laughs> he's gonna call me and be like, ah, "I think you need to go, John." It's time for you <laughs> with like a serious yeah, one. Yeah, I'm the police. You need to go. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Cookie Monster. Uh, here on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're in College Park tonight. We are. We're hanging out at Dub's Dread, but we went to Taste of College Park, and you and I were judges. We did. We pick the o- the winners we hope. hope we think so yeah we kind of so left a little we'll earlier. have to see maybe you'll put them up on bungalow or who won maybe okay <laughs> <laughs> i probably should yeah you should yeah we didn't take any pictures though well i know they i have didn't, a photographer so i don't know about you okay you're right uh before the break we we're talking all kinds of things and i had this we were coming up on this i just want to hear what you thought with your police brain okay uh this man did you hear about that man who assaulted police officers oh, yeah. with a brick oh yeah yeah what are what are, what are the officers saying I mean, that happened at the Orlando Police Department, it did. not at the Orange County Sheriff's Office. And this but guy recorded. He Facebook lived. Yeah, he it. Facebook lived it. Premeditated. Sent, uh, picked up a brick and tried to smash one of the in officers a, in, a, in a patrol car. Yeah, or I don't know if he was in the car or next to the car. Okay, this was right downtown, and Scary. yeah, no, it's 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 terrifying. So I mean, this guy, twenty-seven years old, uh-huh. long record, long record yes. of criminal had, activity. It turns out he actually had done the same thing to a security guard. Oh, this really? Woman, this woman. I was out of town, so I didn't. I I missed some of this. It just came out today. Okay, so you, you know, don't worry about it. But Carla Rodriguez, she testified that she back in November. Uh, of last year, she was left with a concussion and bruised ribs after dealing with this guy. Just yeah. beat the hell out of her. Went to jail for three months and then was let out again, even Scary. after his long rap. And he gets he was quoted and get this in a 2017 report saying, "You can't stop me. I've been to jail 75 times. This is just a door in and a door out. Huh. I'll be out again." Uh, crazy. So like, what do you do? I mean, what do you do with that? I don't know. And I guess a poli- OPD chief, uh, Rallone, Rallone. He was, I mean, he was understandably not very happy because like four days earlier, two officers were sitting in a night. car and just shot at. Wait, and how can this happen? Right? I don't know. And what can you do to change it? So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring it up. I mean, it, it's sort of a reminder that it's dangerous to be a police officer. And it's up to what? The state attorney? It's a state attorney and how they police yeah. and, and, and oh, it's how they sort of send cases. people away. And and I get it. Like it's hard because sometimes their hands are tied too because there's no there's no room in a jail or there's there's nobody who wants to testify against people. So 
it's not a simple answer. This guy, but, uh, how can you? What's their? I'm not defending that. I'm not defending Sounds the like guy. You're I'm just saying. Him, John. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I am. I am absolutely not. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, I it's sometimes not as cut and dry as well. I'll just send everybody to jail forever. Like it. No, and we're but, not going to come up with a solution now. We're just a couple of guys having a beer. But I do think that when you see a long rap sheet like that, punishment needs to be more because somebody could have. I mean that. I know you the know, person was severely injured, but I mean, just as easily he could have died. From could that. have died. Yeah, a brick. Yeah, multiple times. Anyway, yeah, we just we came in strong with that one. Sports Town just sold to new owners. Sports Town into the Milk District. Yeah, uh, not changing it though. They promise. <laughs> so this has been in the works for I want to say like a year, and it's Aaron Dudek over at the Lodge. And Jason Anderson, they own the Woods, the Lodge, and Burton's Bar. In okay, Park. so they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. You know, I do miss, like, they didn't do much with Burton's. They didn't change that much. They, no, They finished the bathroom renovation, which was nice. Got rid of the pitchers, though, right? Yeah, they used to, they used to have pitchers, <laughs> and you could get a Ziploc <laughs> baggie ice of there. ice, and they'd put the Ziploc of ice in your pitcher to keep it cold. I did think cold. that was kind of classy. I I think that was my favorite thing about going to Burton's. Uh-huh. Was a little, and, it, and it would never be, like... Whole ice, they'd be half melted baggies of ice. <laughs> I'm sure it's not cost effective to do no, that. No, also not hygienic. No, you're just putting <laughs> plastic bags in, in the you beer. You can't just put foreign objects. But if you're drinking Natty Light at one thirty in the morning, yeah. you probably don't care if there's so we'll see. ice or not know. in there. The, this is the I guess I guess Sports Town opened in 1958. Originally, was it a bar? It's always been a bar. I think it was also a restaurant, and it had an apartment, a secret apartment on Ooh. the second floor where apparently gangsters used to just, like, cash their money. Really? They just count their money, play poker, do gangster things. Cool. Uh, that went away. New owners took over. The apartment's still there? I don't know. I, don't, I mean. I can't see it. It must have. They must have torn it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it'd be like a crawl space. Like, how can you? Just like, the hall of mirrors. Like, I wonder what it was. <laughs> Maybe they just, like, hollowed it out. This opened it up, so uh-huh. it's just like big ceilings. Like a tunnel to that dairy, to T.G. Lee across <laughs> T. G. the street. <laughs> you got to get your secret milk. Filled get your, milk your milkshakes. <laughs> get your milk. Be good or we'll throw you over <laughs> in the milk vat. Make you swim with the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Cement shoes in the milk vats. Don't cry over spilt milk. Uh, anyway, they promised no big changes. Okay, well, no, that's good. We'll see where that goes. I didn't know they served food there. Yeah, it's open till one a.m. What kind of what do they got there? Hot dogs and stuff, hamburgers. I, I don't know. I actually don't think I don't I've, think ever, I've liked, ever eaten that. I don't have. I never eaten there. You I've ever eat there, Scotty? In and out. Scotty All Campbell. Right. You ever, he said, did, "Oh, that's right. They do have sandwiches. I have had a sandwich there. It's that's been a nice. long time though." Scotty's been everywhere. Yeah, he has. He's been everywhere. He's got a block. Uh, Orlando's transportation department's making Edgewater more completer. That's good. About this? Right. Yeah, well, it's just kind of weird. Like, they already had a complete streets project. So if how can you call it a complete street project and it's not complete? I don't like know. It's, is it a not it's complete? It's not a ton street? of money, though, right? It was like a million bucks. A million bucks. It's not a ton of money when and it comes to no, road but, construction. But they're looking at a little roundabout possibly that. over there. At, uh, where is that? Lake Lake something it's Road. Lakeview and Edgewater. Lakeview. There's a lake right there. That, that can be a, a dicey intersection because some people don't know that you're supposed to turn left and right and... Yeah. They don't know of oncoming traffic. they don't know how coming. to work at a normal merge lane, how are they going to use a roundabout? <laughs> I don't know. Are you kidding I don't me? know. Get out of here. I don't know. We'll gonna, see. It'll, it'll be another roundabout with stop signs in front of it first. That's, That's true. Like, <laughs> like the ones in, <laughs> in uh, Lake Yellow Heights. Heights. What are you, what are you kidding me? You got to put a stop sign in front of a roundabout? <laughs> like, Do you stop at those? 
I yeah. I don't. You, Not you at don't. a roundabout. I do it grumpily. Okay. I don't do it Nobody with a cares. smile on my Nobody face. Nobody cares. You know. Well, someone might you uh, you work for people who care. They're gonna pull you over for not stopping at a stop sign at a roundabout. Ex- I'm not giving anybody an excuse to pull me over and find right. out what I got in my trunk. You know, all right. You, know, you got to stop at all the signs. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was interesting. So that's coming up. College parkers are a mix of very excited, not excited. I don't know if we more. We'll, bike we'll believe it when we see it. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Smoking on a cigarette. It's true. Yeah. City Council just approved the budget for Downtown Projection Park. And we've talked about this park before because I was kind of a part of it in the early stages. And what happened with that? They kick you out? I Apparently. I just kind of got phased <laughs> out. I remember I was part of the pitch. Our team was awarded uh, the contract because <laughs> they did an RFP uh, to build and design this new park downtown at the intersection of Robinson and Orange. And it was supposed to be literally like projections. You would project movies and things. And there'd be a cool shipping container structure with cafes. And, and so I was a part of that. I helped help them with the pitch. We, we got it. We won. And then I just never heard anything ever again. And then... It, that was like what 2017 maybe so now they're they've moved forward without me we've had a bunch of conversations i guess i'm just not a part of it and we'll just and i can just celebrate that it'll be there um and that i helped them so there get what, the when you say projection park are they gonna show movies on there or? yeah movies they're, they're not gonna do projections anymore though it's gonna be these like digital billboard led walls that's Better during the daytime. You can probably I agree. see them better. Yeah, you can watch things during the day, and they're going to do just crazy, like three D things. It could be just art things so behind be, like, a band, so I can sit and watch. Or is there, or like, do I bring a blanket? Well, movable chairs. You could bring a blanket. There's going right. to be hammocks. This is where the bank's at, right? Right next to the Seacoast South- Bank. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be First Green Bank, but now it's Seacoast Bank. Right, and it's just an empty green right now. Yes. And it was owned by Dr. Phillips. They've entered like a dollar a year uh, leasing agreement with with the city so they can use the space. And it'll be interesting to see what I'd they like do with it. I'd like to see them bring in like some live bands downtown. They will. Just like a afternoon band, like a jazz band or an acoustic band. Can I tell you I'm working on that right now? Oh, you are? Yeah, Good. Yeah. There's, we're starting a busking program downtown. Good. Yeah, actually, Downtown Arts District was just approved through the Downtown Development Board. They're going to be bringing live busking performances, but the down, the DDB wants them apparently to do it at lunchtime. That's great. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't think it's as great as a happy hour concert series outside. Could do both. Uh, so we're going to do we're different take crowds, right? Yeah, but we're going to do that now. The so after, the late night. Yeah, we're working on that. Okay, I shouldn't good. have talked about that on air because we were just offered it. We still have to come up with a plan. Yeah. But you maybe know, somebody hearing this will help out. Well, talking, yeah, would be great. We're gonna we'll be looking for somebody to do the bookings. We'll pay them to do it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I want lots of accordions. <laughs> it could be accordions. It could be. I want somebody with yeah. symbols on their knees. The downtown arts district wants like jugglers. They're gonna have some plain air painters and stuff too. But I'm like, just I don't want to see no people. Somebody no. paint. I want Almond Brothers <laughs> tribute bands. All I right. want. I want you know, a saxophone player. Well, there's Saxquatch, the saxophone guy yes. that plays it a sax in a sasquatch outfit i'd love him to just come pop up in a bush and play the saxophone <laughs> that's what i want to see downtown yeah i just heard there's uh this weekend there's a, a horror convention and there's a guy who dresses like the creature from the black lagoon and he plays uh bagpipes nice isn't that cool that's nice that's what i want that's what we need downtown huh. more of the weird 
uh, Carlotta's Culture Park, where we used to have our pop-ups at Mills 50, the old former Carlotta. For sale. For sale. $1.5 million. If you want to get it, tell them. Uh, Is the tiny, tiny building included? Yeah, tiny building included. Functional restrooms. I know. <laughs> functional in quotes on no, that. No, I never had okay. to plunge. Functional, functional electricity. Functional. <laughs> the electricity is spotty. <laughs> a few brownouts. <laughs> when you were there, yeah. it was the first time you came. It was the uh-huh. first time we had an electric problem. We got like 100 minutes into the movie. Oh, and then my gosh. Like the inflatable. five minutes left goes out. And the inflatable. Was that during Tron or something? Yeah, uh, no, it was The Secret of Nim. Ugh. Not a great movie. <laughs> I apologize for making people watch that. Uh we know the owner. If you want an introduction, you're interested, let me know. And, yep. and, and maybe 1 million, 1.5, something like that. 1.5, which is great. 16 parking spots. You, you are hard-pressed to find a spot in Mills 50 that comes with parking, let alone 16 parking spots. And, and according to like restaurant ratios, you can't open a restaurant unless you have a certain amount of parking spots per seats in, our, in your restaurant yeah. space. And it's a tiny restaurant space. So you're or you could open a new uh, car dealership if you wanted, right? You could. Uh-huh. I Hopefully sell not. sell tiny cars. You sell 32 <laughs> of them. <laughs> that was funny. Uh-huh. That was funny. Nice. I like that. Uh, Orlando's created a new advanced air mobility transportation plan for flying cars. Okay. And I have to say it's probably all up to my boss. It Matt sure Ruffin, is. Who's, yeah, he's working I for Lillian. I saw something on Instagram, something like, oh, yeah. We don't have enough cars on the road. We don't have enough cars on the road. Now we need them in the we air. We need them in the air, too. <laughs> Everywhere. They'll just be flying like uh-huh. the Jetsons. So, But they want to come up with a plan for that. So they'd have, like, air highways. They'll tell you where you can and can't uh, drive your flying how car. Just, how about just a giant connected gondola system all throughout <laughs> central Florida? Like a tram car or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or those... Uh, Underground Summer, like, like God, a God, you can't do anything underground. Some sort of subway. <laughs> a subway? <laughs> no. It's all sand. You just sink. That's you, true. You'd end up then like, you go in the aquifer. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, can you imagine? But who wants to do that, though? Tesla guy. He wants, like, tubes, yeah. In Miami? Yeah. Where he, yeah, as if. Come on. So flying cars, huh? Ridiculous. Just do boats. You just, just do a boat <laughs> ferry system and call do it that. a day. Yeah. But it floods. Like, like gondolas. Uh, aqua car been buses. been doing it for 500 years yeah. in Florence, right? Airboats. Florence? Airboat double-decker buses. Italy. <laughs> Venice. Venice, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm mixing up my Italian city. Venice. Uh, Palaszczuk Museum. They're hosting a winter park paint-out. Starts on October 10th through the 16th. This is when there's a week full of uh, white people painting in public places all over Winter Park. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> I'm just kidding about white people. I don't know. It's just white people buying the art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just kidding. You could direct your emails to johnbustecker <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Sadly, that will get to me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll send it over to me after. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great event. They, they do a big garden party at the end of it. You can buy the art that the people are live painting out in these public spaces all over Winter Park. And they come up with some really beautiful, uh, hard-to-find, unique pieces. She's taken to, to parts of Winter Park they don't normally take people to like where uh like the seminole county part of winter park or where's that uh there's a little slice of winter park that bleeds into seminole county i believe it does like up near like semaron yeah i think so oh that'd be fun yeah yeah, yeah. like the un the, the underbelly of winter park <laughs> yeah like a comic Basically, shop like everything <laughs> over where i used to live on like lee road and fairbanks and i4 although it's nice over. now why don't you invite an artist to do that and submit it for okay. the party? That'd be good. I like that. Okay. Uh, 
Skycraft has reopened. They sure have. Which I haven't gone yet. I'm excited. College Park adjacent. Speaking of Lee Road, it's at Lee Road and Edgewater. And they it's where the library used to be. Why did they sell their own space? They I think they it? had to move. I think they were forced out of that space. And they, I don't know if the what's happening with the UFO that's on top they of They were building. saying they couldn't take it, but they're not in Winter Park anymore over there because that was the they're issue. They're in the county. They, I think they're in the county there. And the county doesn't have restrictions against signs. Yeah, it's stuff a little like looser that, right? in the county. Yeah, Winter Park was selling like like it had been grandfathered in the UFO. Uh-huh. But so if they moved somewhere else in Winter Park, they'd have to abide by new sign rules. They wouldn't be able to put the UFO up. Which come on, just work with them. To I keep think so the too. UFO I mean, everybody your, loves the UFO. It's ridiculous. Why would you not let them put the UFO up there? Just find a reason to put it there. Call yeah. it public art. And call so it it, a day. we should tell people if you <laughs> if you're not familiar with Skycraft, they if you are an inventor. <laughs> it yeah. has a garage, and you want to build the next thing. Mad scientist. It's where you go buy all your, your things. Yeah, if you need to build a robot, they got all the parts in there. Uh, sexy robot. Sexy robot. Gross. Please don't <laughs> ever build a sexy robot. Uh, <laughs> a lot of transistors. Just weird things. Yeah, just like stuff. That you would find in your grandpa's garage. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. It's like if Radio Shack still existed but had better stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's fun to go check out. I like it. And there's like lifers, like the ladies who work the cash. Oh, yeah. Thing. They've been there for decades. Yeah. It's the best place to go if you need like a cable for uh, uh, like an old radio. Sure. They'll have it. They got it. They got uh-huh. everything. So go check them out. We'll, we'll let you know what the new location looks like. I'm sure I'll stop by. Yeah, it's the right weekend. there at Lee and Edgewater. It's where like I said the old library used to be over there. And there's an awesome Asian market over there, too. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's great. Okay, I didn't it's know huge exactly too. where it was. Yeah. Been there forever. Cool. Let's go check it out. Uh, Renaissance Theater just moved into their new theater over by Lockhaven Park they by got a show? Health. Uh, they do. It's called Nosferatu, and I got to go f- for a behind the scenes look oh. while they were doing a dress vampire? rehearsal. Yeah, and John, I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> like I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be like a sexy it's probably vampire. Not the first show. time you've said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I ended up liking it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not the first time I said that either. And I, so I walk into this warehouse and they, the budget is insane yeah. for a local theater group because the guy who bought them the building was one of the original programmers for Square. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's like, that's what you need. You need a, a Daddy Warbucks to fund these things. Apparently, because in one of the rooms, which is going to be their wood shop, it's filled with a life-size ship. Like you could like just, a Noah's Ark? Kind of. <laughs> and that's what the director, Donald Roop, calls it, is really? his ark. And you walk on it, and it's, that's where they open the show, is on this giant ship. Oh, that's awesome. Where they're bringing the vampire across, you know, to the new world. Nice. So you get to watch the number there. And it's amazing. And then you get to, after that number, you get to walk around at your own risk and explore the different rooms. There's going to be like vignettes. And then there's a show. There's a show this whole time. Yeah. All like, that's what happens. So like in each room, it'll be like a different scene of the. So it's like a haunted house. Yeah. (laughs) But a vampire play. Nice. And uh, and it no kids allowed. No kids because there's some nudity. Oh, and I don't know if it was male or female or both. Really? But <laughs> apparently, it's, do you need to take a biology class? <laughs> I don't. I didn't see some the sort part. of health class. I didn't see. <laughs> the part. Well, you know, <laughs> vampires are just unisex, right? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen one. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> 
but when I do, I'm gonna get him to bite me. Uh-huh. It's done. Yeah, make me. You just want the guy from What We Do in the Shadows to bite you. Oh, I love him. Uh-huh. Nandor. Nandor is <laughs> my bae. He is so great. Yeah. I just saw him in another movie as a normal person. Oh, really? Yeah. And it wasn't as sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs. To, he needs to have teeth. Uh, we talked about Orlando Museum of Art's opening Silver Spurs. Uh, is hosting their Southern Showdown this weekend. Which cool. Is the, in Kissimmee, probably, in right? In Kissimmee. And it's the launch of their 2022 Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association season, 77th year. Oh. And they're in a bronc riding, bareback riding, which makes me giggle, bull riding, and then they could win thirty grand. This wow. is the purse at the end of the weekend. Yeah, they make some big money on that if, if you win. I mean, but that's a hard life to travel all around the country doing bull riding yeah. and Oh, and but that's busting. sexy too. I, that might be sexier than ca- than vampires. You should go. You should oh, wait. Wait. He doesn't like it, and I'm going to get in trouble for bringing it up on the radio. He doesn't like. He, he doesn't, doesn't like the idea of animals being forced to perform for. Oh, okay. You know, like like being distressed enough to want to buck you off. Uh, he doesn't like. I brought it up. I was like, oh, I want to do this, and he's like, well, not every not everything is that part. You could go to other things. I agree. Like, my wife used to do barrel racing. Yeah, and I like that. And, and I think that's part of it. I know. So you We're can not go just see the barrel racing We're not going to give it. We have to talk about it. And, right. I have to, and I have to figure out if it's uh, worth it to potentially have them disappointed <laughs> in me if I just go Maybe you just go own. by yourself all around those rodeo well, dudes. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it to come ah. back and get in trouble. Oh, well, maybe you don't it's, come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably worth it because I'll see them. I bet they're really not. Well, you know, maybe I'll download Grind. You know what they say about cowboy butts, Brendan? What do they say? Drive you nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny because it rhymes. Uh, The 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom is is this weekend. Yeah, it's like everybody's covering that. Everybody. but, But I get it. You know, you, you celebrate these anniversaries. Big deal. It's going to bring a lot of people in town. What does it? All those Disney nerds. Okay. And at least all the bloggers that are going to go write true. about it. I just don't. Is it any busier than it normally is? I guess uh, it probably is. There's I some special Universal saying doing. they're back to just normal numbers. Really? But I Halloween Horror Nights, I think, has something to do with that. How and was Halloween Horror Nights? I didn't go. Oh, John, it was so go. fun. Uh, I went with Grizzly Martin, amazing yep. photographer, and he's actually more of a Freddy cat than I am. <laughs> That's so funny. we actually just screamed the whole time together. That's awesome. Yeah, he hid behind me, and at one point a pig came out, and I think he pooed his pants. A pig? Yeah. Ah. I won't, we won't get into it. What was your favorite house? Um, I don't know. We don't have time to talk about it. Can you tell me one house that you liked? Uh, No. Okay. I can't. I'm on the spot. Okay. Um, the classic movie monster one okay. was, was really good. Actually, really scary. Cool. And that's it. Thanks so much to the College Park Rotary Club for hosting us tonight. Yeah, Taste of College Park. Check out the winners on bungalower.com, which means now you got to do it, Brendan. Uh.